0: What's up guys? Today, we're going to be talking about the importance of training priorities. So I'm going to talk through my own personal experience with training priorities, some experiences with clients and what I see in the industry and how uh, prioritization could help a lot of individuals who either want to be a CrossFit hybrid or tactical athlete. And what some of the variables are as you decide what your training priorities should be. So What made me want to do this episode is I was thinking back on my own experience starting out as a soldier and starting out in CrossFit. So I had come from a single sport strength and conditioning background, and this was about 2013. And it was right in the middle of Rich Froning's run in Carson, California. And he had his day in the life videos coming out and he basically just trained all day and trained, like lived at home, lived in his barn gym basically, and just (laughs) worked out all day and got to be jacked and do these awesome things. It was like everything that it meant to be a man and everything that it meant to be human was being expressed in this dude. And so me and my friends quickly latched onto that and we just started imitating him. So we would go to the gym and we would do as much training as possible, as hard as possible in the time that we had at the gym. And so no technique, no structure, no periodization, no training priorities whatsoever and no individualization. And we, you know, we got some gains because we were really young and super adaptable and super resilient. And so, uh, we did get better in some things, but it was definitely not the serious competing when it came to CrossFit or serious, you know, progression towards a selection as a tactical athlete or anything like that. We just kind of, were just imitating what we saw. And so I'm going to talk about what it looks like to have training priorities and how to get to those so that you don't end up frustrated with injuries, frustrated with lack of progress, exhausted from all the training you're doing and confused about how to actually get to where you want to go. So that experience of not having training priorities and making mistakes with clients and not having clear training priorities with clients and giving them too much training or trying to go over after too many priorities at once is something that I have done a lot. I've made a lot of mistakes. And it's, it's like looking at an elite athlete, say Kipchoge, and saying, well look, Kipchoge runs, you know, whatever he runs, like under four minute 30 second miles for 26.2 miles. I can't run a 4.30 mile, so I should just run as fast as I can for as long as I can. And that is the way to become like Kipchoge. And it's it's like looking at a distance that you have to travel and saying, how do I get to the very end of this as fast and expediently as possible. And so you almost want to look at the intention of it and just say like, well, something's wrong with that intention. It lacks patience. You get what I'm saying? It's, it's, it lacks patience. It's trying to do everything at once. It's trying to traverse the whole distance from A to Z in an instant. And you quickly realize after trying to do that for a certain amount of time that that is actually not the fastest way to get to z the the fastest way is to take this step and to get to the next level of what's in front of you and so just running as fast as you can for as long as you can is not how you run your fastest marathon there's this whole process of identifying your priorities of, do you have an aerobic base? And do you have the structure that's resilient enough to tolerate that amount of running? And are you going to be on the roads? Are you going to be on the trails? Are you, you know, how are you structuring your speed training and et cetera? And so running, you running your fastest marathon is, is about identifying where you are in that sequence. Are you at A, are you at C, are you at F, are you like, where are you in this? If Z is Kipchoge and A is absolute beginner, then where are you in that progression? And the fastest way to get to Z, or as close as you can, as close as your potential allows to that, is by getting to the next letter, (laughs) to the next step in the progression, not trying to get all the way to Z instantaneously. So as silly as that sounds, just running as fast as you can for as long as you can, because that's gonna make you like Kipchoge, that is what so many athletes in multidisciplinary endeavors are doing, especially CrossFit. I see it all the time. So we're saying Rich does thrusters and chest-to-bar at 30 reps a minute for 10 minutes. That's his pace. I can't do 30 reps a minute for one minute. So I'm just gonna go as fast as I can (laughs) for as long as I can every single day. And just like you doing that in running is not the fastest way for you to run your fastest marathon. That's not how you get to your best 10 minutes in thrusters and chest bar So again, all that leads to is frustration uh, due to injuries and lack of progress, confusion about where to go next, and exhaustion because you're doing all this training and you're trying to go from A all the way to Z all at once. And what you need is just a little bit of patience and a thoughtfully designed process for you that if you follow it is gonna get you not from A all the way to Z, but from A to B. So here's what to do instead. So you take the example of looking at Rich and thrusters and chest bar for 10 minutes. You look at all the variables. Are you strong enough in the front squat to make the thrusters easy? Are you strong enough in your pulling to make the chest bar easy? Is your aerobic base big enough to recover during the transitions between movements? Do you just need to practice your technique? Are you strong enough and you're really aerobic, but you try to do chest-to-bar and you lose the rhythm after five reps? Or do you just need to practice the sport more? Do you have all the pieces in place that you need? And is it just time to practice whatever the next level in your pace is? Say your pace is 15 reps a minute. We're gonna practice 18 and do intervals so that you can practice 18 reps a minute sustainably, repeatedly. So without going into specifics on what strong enough would be, you know, in the front squat, it is it is a mid to high 300s front squat. It's a 300-pound weighted pull-up, including your body weight. It's your at least your body weight in a 10-minute time trial on the assault bike. Um, it's, uh, the technique one. Pretty much everyone knows where they stand with regards to, to technique and then practicing the sport is just, okay, do you have all those pieces in place? And now you just need to practice doing thrusters and chest bar, which most people aren't quite there yet. Most people would do better to bring one of those other priorities up before they start practicing the sport a ton. Cause when you practice the sport a ton, you get really tired and those other priorities don't see very fast progress if any at all. Okay. So that is one way or one example of finding your training priorities. So you look at the workout and you say, okay, what are all the demands here on me? And do I have these prerequisites for even having a chance of doing this as fast as Rich does it? So if you imagine a bar graph, every time you add a training priority, you're adding a bar to that graph. And the more bars there are on the graph, the shorter each one is. So you, you say you have a finite amount of resources. You have 100% of your training time and energy. And as you add more bars, that hundred percent gets distributed into smaller and smaller bars and your progress is proportional to the amount of training time and energy that you put towards each priority. So as you add more bars to that bar graph the bars become shorter and shorter and shorter the more you add. Whereas on the flip side, if you take a bunch of those bars away and you just say, okay, I need to get stronger in my front squat. I need to get stronger in my weighted pull-up and I need to have an aerobic base. That would be like step one. It's like, okay, I have these three priorities. Let me work on those. Let me have a thoughtful program that's designed for me that gets me from A to B in those things, not A all the way to Z, but A to B in those things. And then I'm gonna be set up a lot better to do that workout again and go a lot faster. So that's what it looks like to pick one or two, maybe three top priorities and let the secondary stuff be secondary. That means if you do it at all, you're applying a lot less time and energy to it, intensity to it than you would your top priorities. So once you do that, then those one or two bars really pick up. And now, instead of being a level A, which is a level Z, instead of being a level A in your front squat and your weighted pull-up, now all of a sudden you're a level C or a D, and you have the prerequisites that you need to at least give yourself a chance to do maybe 18 reps a minute instead of 15. And, and then you wash, rinse, repeat that. So that's what it looks like to have training priorities and that's why they're so important.